Hi, my name is Timothy Arliss O'Brien, and this is my podcast, The Poet Heroic. Welcome to episode number 15. Today, I have five wonderful poems for you. First, I have a poem that was published in the literary journal Crepe and Pin in the sixth issue by the wonderful podcaster himself, Wayne Benson, from Basement Poetry Podcast. Next, I have two poems from my 2019 book of poetry. Then, I have an amazing poem by a close friend, Jacob Howell. And finally, I have a poem by one of my favorite authors, Susan Coolridge. Thank you for joining me today. Now sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy the poetry. I had a thought and it was good by Wayne Benson, published in Crepe and Pin, issue number six. I was weeding the garden next to the big bees getting down to the roots, uprooting grass, removing what's been dead. I thought I'd take a stroll around the block, not because I wanted, but because I could see myself balancing off the edge of the sidewalk, breeze under my underarms, having the talk with myself about myself. I was getting to the bottom of it. The first time I heard love, it sounded so angry, like seasons changing. So when I saw the bees rise, like hot air from the ground, batting their stingers around because they could, I thought I might go down to the garden when I wake and see what receives me, though I do not think I should. At the Ocean by Timothy Arliss O'Brien. I went in the bookstore to flirt with you, but found nothing. Remember last summer when there was sand in everything because we kept needing the ocean?
I, Exponentially Speaking, by Jacob Howell. I started with one, and I sat and wrote ten sentences, ten words long. Not much came from it. There was really nothing to it. I read a hundred sentences, a hundred years long. I learned wisdom is like ash from the fire that was. See 1,000 bones charred in the desert dusk. Dust settles over us and hear 10,000 foots preach. They are whispering while the devil sweeps up ash from the fire that was. I thought of a thousand lovers singing me a thousand songs until I heard nothing, until I felt nothing. I had all pain and pleasure. I saw how they were one. Hedonism? Well, that's just ash from the fire that was. I fasted for 100 nights, wouldn't take a bite, and with such a ravenous appetite, I came ready to fight. I made 10 penances. Am I now atoned? Oh no, you're stoned to the bone. Your name's like ash. As day dwindled, down the perspective changed. In diminished light, speak your mind. There's a lot of space but you're running out of time. You're made of a million stars, and I find you in a bar. We talk of Baudrillard while driving down the boulevard. I've got one good reason to break this simulacrum. I don't like the outcome. It looks like ash from the fire that was. The Shitty Love Poem by Timothy Arliss O'Brien. Have you ever wanted to crash your car into the guardrails, maybe even bursting through and plummeting God knows how far? You see, reader, you're probably asking me, you stupid poet, why are you being such a downer? Well, dear, do I have some news for you. You have anxiety. Crippling, pulse-freezing anxiety. What are you even reading right now? A letter? A poem? A note from your future self outlining the steps to take just to get away from this shitty part of your life that will blow over in approximately three to five years? A lost shopping list? A sigh of love to someone who is now a stranger? Maybe even a suicide note to yourself about how many things you can fuck up over the next three months to systematically get to a point where you are just okay with that or whatever. I told you that you had crippling anxiety. Oh, I can hear you through this page, reader. 
I do get you. It is okay that you push yourself around and ask yourself too many questions. But one day, that won't be enough fuel to jump out of your storybook and grab attention from the readers of your narrative. Trust me. Close your eyes. Sink further into yourself. See, life isn't so bad. Call me when you can score us some psychedelics. I think we would have fun with that. My Little Ghost by Susan Coolidge. I know where it lurks and hides in the midst of the busy house, in the midst of the children's glee. All clay its shadow bides. Nobody knows but me. On a closet shelf it dwells in the darkest corner of all mid rolls of woolen and fur and faint forgotten smells of last year's lavender. That a ghost has its dwelling there, nobody else would guess. Only a baby's shoe, a curl of golden hair, you would say a toy or two. A broken doll whose lips and cheeks of waxen bloom show dents of fingers small, little fair fingertips, a worn sash, that is all. Little to see or to guess, but whenever I open the door, they're faithful to its post, with its eyes sad tenderness, I see my little ghost. And I hasten to shut the door, I shut it tight and fast, lest the sweet, sad thing get free, lest it flit beside on the floor and sadden the day for me. Lest between me and the sun and between me and the heavens and the laugh in the children's eyes, the shadowy feet should run, the faint golden curls arise. Like a gleam of moonlight pale, and all the warmth and the light should die from the summer day, and the laughter turned to wail, and I should forget to pray. So I keep the door shut fast, and my little ghost shut in, and whenever I cross the hall, I shiver and hurry past, because I love it best of all. Thank you for joining me in this episode. More information about all the poets are in the show notes. There are also links to more of their writing. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and sharing this episode with a friend so you never miss a poem. <laughs>